everyone. Welcome to the Golden Ratio Podcast. I am Jen, GR Mom, joined as always by GR Dad. Hi. How's it going, GR Dad? Good. Anything exciting going on today? It's just another good day in the Keys. <laughs> it's very nice. Wow. Um, yeah, we got all kinds of stuff to talk about. Uh, cocktail of the week is the White Christmas Margarita, which I saw on Instagram and I was super excited about and I made, and it's fine. It's a perfect instagram drink yes so it looks real nice (laughs) it does it looks great uh it's basically exactly how you would make a regular margarita and then you put in kind of a shot of coconut milk like from a can not coconut water but coconut milk which is white so it makes it white and then you blend it with some ice and so it's kind Kind of of slushy yeah yeah but not super slushy it tastes just like a regular margarita. You put a cher- like a maraschino cherry on it, so you got the white and the I red. I put it, yeah. You can also do garnish it with like cranberries if you wanted to, or like some mint and some cranberries. Like you can make it look real festive. I mean, it looks pretty Christmassy with the white and the red. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah, uh, but doesn't I was expecting it to be kind of coconutty or whatever, and it just tastes basically like a yeah, blended. Margarita. If it was already a good margarita, it will not ruin it, mm-hmm. but it will not enhance it. Not enhanced. At all, as much as it looks. It looks great. Yeah. It tastes fine. <laughs> Indeed. Yeah. So anyway, uh, we won't be posting that recipe, but you can Google it if you want. Yeah, to we do not else. endorse wholeheartedly. Jared Dad got me a uh, new cocktail book today. so It's a murder cocktail book it's like called killer cocktails mm-hmm. uh which is funny because i apparently had sent him <laughs> late at night when i was falling asleep i had seen an instagram ad for it and was like if you need to get me a present you could get me this because it's normally i'd buy it for myself but i'm not going to and then i completely forgot that i had said that and he's like this is the present that you asked for and i was like it is i have no memory of this and eventually i vaguely remembered seeing it good job prior jen yeah good job gr dad buying me a present that i wanted i was like i really love this and you're like yeah well you told me to buy it for you and i was like oh i have no memory of that uh so anyway we've got some stuff at the liquor store tonight so we can make some of those going forward let's see uh dog updates the important dog update is that poor jasmine has had another bout of vestibular syndrome so i ran a 50k on saturday the skeeter scoot the skeeter scoot we'll do a running podcast we have a running podcast called runs with dogs the name is worth mentioning though because it's so freaking good so good the skeeter scoot and they had this big like four foot long mosquito model (laughs) the race it was a great race uh very hard though because it was mostly on sand which i didn't realize how hard that was going to be but anyway we'll talk about that in the running podcast uh But yeah, so it was up, it was in Florida, but it was up in like Port St. Lucie on the Treasure Coast, which is a five and a half hour drive. We we can drive 10 hours and still be in Florida. Yeah. Florida is so big. And so I drove up like Wednesday afternoon, evening, I'm I'm sorry, Friday afternoon, evening. I ran the race on Saturday. We started at 6 a.m. So I got up at like 4.45. It took me eight and a half hours, the longest it's ever taken me to run 32 miles. And then I like went back to my hotel, showered and drove home. Man, was I just exhausted. Uh, and so I... Because you ran 32 miles and then you drove another like four 400 and a half miles. Hours. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, like 300 miles or 250 miles or something. Yeah. It was crazy. So uh, I was 
just exhausted. I, I mean, we maybe went to bed at like nine 30 or at least I did. And I got up with Jasmine like Saturday night slash Sunday morning at like 1230 AM because oh. she had to pee. Which happens. Yeah. I mean, always somebody at least once. Yeah. <laughs> and so I took her down in the elevator and we, she went out and did her business. Everything was fine. And then at like one thirty at the latest, she started puking and like dogs puke on occasion all dogs randomly puke for no reason on occasion. So it's not necessarily like a troubling thing. And then she puked again and then she puked again. And it's some, you know, and we were kind of alternating waking up like half waking up. Yeah. Not in any organized way. Just like one of us would hear it and get up. And at some point I was like, Oh, I bet this is vestibular syndrome. They puke because it's like they're seasick, right? They have vertigo and, uh, and looked at her, and her eyes were doing the thing where they flick back and forth. Like which really is just terrible. fast. Yeah. Um, so she had had a bout of this before, shortly after Queso had it, but hers was not nearly as bad as Queso's that time. Um, it's much more intense this time. And so we both kind of alternated. I mean, I was up with her from 2 30 to 4 30. And I was like, God, I'm never going to sleep again. Like, maybe I'll just take her to the emergency vet now. Tried to give her, we had some medicine left over that I tried to give her, but she puked that back up. And uh, anyway, she eventually calmed down. And then you, I think, got up with her probably at like six, right? Yeah. Like, I did get to sleep till 730, which felt very luxurious. And so we took her to the emergency vet Sunday morning. Um, and there's, there's not a lot to do for this, but they give them a shot of, uh, Serenia, which is this magical medicine that and she can't puke it out is the benefit of that. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So they give it in a shot. So we have it in pill form, but they give them an injection and it basically blocks the like chemical reaction that allows for vomiting and, and nausea. So they won't puke if they're on it basically which is great like it gets rid of the nausea the nausea yeah. that's part of it so she'll still be dizzy but not puke yep dizzy. and uh and then we also have a they gave us some at the vet um of this medicine for like vertigo and motion sickness that reduces the dizziness and you can buy that over the counter like non-drowsy or less drowsy dramamine because it still makes you kind of tired um so anyway we got that and so she's doing a lot better um, I mean, the medicine obviously helps, but her eyes are not flicking as fast. We're recording on Monday night, so the eyes are better today. She's She couldn't really walk No, she Sunday, would stand up and fall right over. Uh, which, again, is normal because they're dizzy, but she's she's kept very lurchy when she walks now, but she can't kind of walk around. She can pee. She can eat. I think it's like being on the inside of a dryer. It's just it's, Like I a washer-dryer. So like She it's feels terrible. like she's just spinning all the time yeah so in any case uh she's doing better but if you know so sure her head tilt is back and uh somebody had commented the snaps that i posted on sunday night like there's a a snap where we're going down the dog evader and there's queso and jasmine and queso basically has her head under i'm sorry jasmine has her head under queso's belly and someone's like why is jasmine's head down there and i was like well like she's really dizzy again, and it seemed that apparently was the most comfortable place for her to. Queso is now fine again. She's got her head pretty straight. She's, Head's she back seems to normal. Not dizzy. She's just kind of does her thing. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing with this vestibular syndrome. Like it will be like this kind of for both of them, it, probably. It be like that. It it do be like that sometimes. Oh, when it sometimes do. Sometimes it do. <laughs> um, 
that, you know, Queso's probably at some point going to have another bout of it. Jasmine will have another bout. Hopefully they'll be far apart, but um, it kind of randomly comes. It's idiopathic, which means there's no, no idea what brings it on. I mean, why she was fine at 1230 totally fine and then puking and kind of not able to get up at 1 30 i know it's like being in a sorority <laughs> wait what what does that mean you get the room spins at like 1 30 you were fine at 12 30 but then at 1 30 all of a sudden you're like oh i feel terrible this is awful make the room stop spinning what does that have to do with being in a sorority drinking alcohol all right i question your sorority experience oh, i have zero sorority experience <laughs> too she's a girl oh she wouldn't be in a fraternity. I see. Were you in a fraternity? No. Kind of. No. <laughs> so if you said, if you guys saw the social network, <sighs> uh, <laughs> if you saw the social network, uh, it sort of implies that the heart of all of Mark Zuckerberg's insecurities and problems are because he wanted to get into the Phoenix, which is not technically a fraternity because they don't have those at where did you go to undergrad? Just- Harvard and Harvard, uh, they don't have those. They have final clubs, finals or final, final, final clubs, which are basically fraternities with weird names. And uh, Mark Zuckerberg wanted to get in the Phoenix, and he didn't get in. But your dad was in it because he was an asshole. I mean, they didn't punch assholes. (laughs) Conan O'Brien was. I was listening to his podcast when I was driving home. And he was sharing a story. And he's like, I met Mark Zuckerberg. They're talking about like, times when you try a joke and it just doesn't work and how it's kind of funnier like to them when that happens when it totally fails he's like i was at a party and i got introduced mark zuckerberg was there and i got introduced to him and you know whoever it was is like uh conan o'brien you know this is mark zuckerberg and mark is like conan o'brien it's nice to meet you and conan's like hey mark if you had, you know, <laughs> if you'd finished at Harvard like I did, maybe you'd be in the position that I'm in now. And he's so like, it was like after he'd been fired from the Letterman show or something. Or yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, he just kind of looked at me and then walked away. <laughs> and I'm like, that is so funny. It's like, well, because he's just trying to be like, well, Mark, if you had not dropped out of Harvard and finished like I did, maybe you could be as successful as me. It's so funny. And Mark Zuckerberg was like, what? And then he walked away. Blink, blink. (laughs) So anyway, uh, so anyway, that's the Jasmine update. So she's definitely better today. She's on the mend. Um, She's still a little staggery. Oh, for sure. You can tell that like the earth is still kind of tilty for her yeah it's not even subtle like she's yeah. she has a hard time walking and eating and, and of drinking, course some so. ding dong like vank will bump into her and then like she'll go tumbling Thinking hobbs, like hobbs bounds <sighs> into the house after she's been like outside <laughs> and she's got the zoomies and like vink's like yes we battle now and they're all like jumping on each other like right next to poor jasmine who's like standing there and like lean, wobbling <laughs> back and, holding forth. It together. and she has a hard time standing anyway because her legs yeah, are so and weak two, and they like golden cannonballs are just like kabow, kabow. fall over so yeah. uh but she's doing fine so yeah that's jasmine hopper is just neurotic about the ocean it's upsetting to gr dad where he's almost like that woman in the jaws movies where she goes you're gonna prune <laughs> hops was outside like, she's been in there too long i'm like she's fine i was doing yard work <laughs> today for probably about two and a half hours outside hops the entire time was standing in kind of like belly deep water mm-hmm. not not swimming 
just looking around, just looking around. Occasionally she'd look down and like move her paw and be like, oh, sand, cool. (laughs) And a lot of it was just looking around. Sometimes she'd face the house and look up at the porch at you. And sometimes she, but like, it was so, it's just, it's too much. It's too much. I can't process. <laughs> She's doing fine. Yeah, we did n- shark fine. update. Yeah. Uh, Hammerhead shark swam past today. Yeah. Not while Hops exciting. was there. No. Uh, but that was no. very exciting. The thing Hops fixates is like a, a lone leaf that <laughs> the floats, leaves drive her crazy. floats past right out of reach, probably about 10 feet out of her reach. And she could 100% swim But it to floats it. past. It takes about half an hour yeah. to float past and so she stands there for half an hour just looking at it. it's like super slow-mo tv show <laughs> and she's like is it gonna move oh it moved i'm gonna keep looking she it's just it's, i don't know why it drives me nuts it's like hops get out of the water jeez and i'm like ingo she's so happy in the water she there. is super happy and then she comes in and she gets all excited when you dry her off because it's like super pets yeah, right? it's, time like, is fun time. it's like super you know petting all over and then she runs around inside, and, and if she's still wet, she'll rub it on all the couches and on everything. Yes. And on the rug. She's super happy. She's having a great time. She's, she's not rock-obsessed, I think. No, we talked about that last time. The yeah. rock is sort of faded. So, yeah, Hobbs is good. Uh, Vink is all Savelt still. Vink is skinnier. Yeah, we talked We talked last time, I think, that yeah. she's back on her she's dink. maintenance. She's still pretty dinky. Now There are cut, cut, there's a cutout of her, and... Hops doesn't like it. Well, we talked about RoboVink in the last episode. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, how's Queso? She's awesome. She is. Uh, She's, no changes to She report. just likes to go outside and check for birds. You reminded me that she ate a bird last year. Yes. And I think she still... Well, she didn't eat it. She just had it in her and mouth. And then went bleh. And spit it out. Oh, the, baby the bird's bird. fine. Yeah. No, yeah. She, she she was carrying a, a baby bird around in her mouth, yeah. like, a, like a mama bird. Yeah. So I think she's still in the bushes looking for that sniff. <laughs> that too. one she's time she found a bird there. <laughs> I think her other senses are going. So I think she's really good on sniffing these days. She wanders around for, you know, like half an hour at a time looking for stuff. The best thing was when I came home from the race. I mean, I had been gone for like 28 hours, maybe. Mm-hmm. I just basically left, ran, came back. And uh, I came in and she like got herself up from her spot and like, ambled over and was wagging her tail she was so excited to see me she that was a happy awesome. face that was great yeah, yeah. she was very yeah. happy well the whole uh, time you were gone i was showing her a picture of you and saying you know when she comes back when she, <laughs> we're gonna do this when she comes back good girl here's a meatball come on come yeah. on she I trained her give, to do that she'd be like zero fucks to your dad I mean, I, do whatever. keep giving me the meatballs yeah. i'm gonna do whatever i want that is what happened uh, <laughs> we went and, through a whole bag of meatballs <laughs> and the swiss is good she's laying here right now she was just having me pet her so she's affectionate and happy mm-hmm. and she's wonderful. great somebody had asked this i had written this down as a thing we should talk about they said a gr dad always seems like a little tentative when he's giving the roasties to swizzle is he afraid that she's gonna chomp his finger and i'm like yeah because half sister buttercup bit his finger off once oh yeah i feel like we maybe discussed in one episode I but it's remember. worth discussing again <laughs> uh gr dad has one nubby pointer finger it's a little nubby it's, it's got it's a more little fingernail to meat ratio than the other one other pointer <laughs> finger I, i'd say she got like she just barely missed the bone that's as they said in the er yeah but they the good news is everything up until the bone yeah uh so yeah. you want to tell that story <sighs> fine <laughs> this is not buttercup's fault early sunday no we're still friends Early Sunday morning, I'm walking the dog. It was like four years ago, five years ago. Yeah, four years ago. I was walking 
you know, it's like six in the morning. She had to go out. So I'm walking around like this parking lot of the shopping center that, that abuts the house. And there's like a, you know, Peruvian chicken place there. And, you know, I kind of wander bleary eyed wandering around. All of a sudden I see her just like chomping on something, horking something. And it's a chicken bone. Mm hmm. Don't leave your chicken bones laying around, everybody. Don't throw your crap on the street where dogs can eat it. Um, and so I just reached in and tried to like def- take it out, which is which with your reached dogs into her mouth. with a golden would totally work. With yep. the soft mouth of a golden, they totally have a reflex. I'm convinced they would have yeah. stopped. But I don't think she registered that I was my finger was in there at all. She was nope. just chomping on the bone. Or if she did register it, she knew it was going to be taken away, and she was double chomping. She was double time <laughs> chomping. Anyway, my finger was in there with the bone getting chomped. And then I looked down on my finger and it's kind of pretty bloody. And I was like, oh, this is not good. <laughs> the key is not to go into shock now. So I was like, all right, Buttercup, come on. We're going back in. And so I kind of wrapped it up and, and drove to the ER. And the guy's like, oh, where's the rest of the finger? I said, what do you mean? Would, that's not good if, it, if I'm missing that much of it. And it's in my dog. I, you can't have it. Yeah. He's like, huh? Oh well. Oh, good news is it didn't, you know, didn't touch the bone barely. <laughs> <laughs> so they basically just put like a little hood over it and let it heal. Yeah, and, and we had the, that. And the, the now the fingernail kind of bent down around it. And it looks a little bit more claw-like. Uh. Yeah, that was like a week before not our wedding, but our wedding party. Yeah. And so I had I had gone through at one point all of the pictures from our wedding party, like we. You know, it was sort of like the equivalent of a reception, but it was like six months after our actual wedding. Yeah. We just had, threw a party for our friends. And uh, the photographer worked very hard to not show your big, like, ra- giant gauze-wrapped finger, but there's some pictures of you with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I thought it was... It's kind of cool. I thought it was cool. Yeah, well, messed up my fingerprints. I mean, I'm sorry that it <laughs> Good thing I don't need that for, you know, immigration or anything. It's my other hand. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, yes, dear dad is always a little tentative when dogs are getting chompy around us. And hands. Swizzle is a bit frantic around food. Yeah, well, I mean, I reached she in there to take you. that waffle. I stu- stuck my hand in her mouth and she was like, I want this waffle. And I'm like, no, I'm g- she's one like, of us is going to win. But it, it might be, be the last thing I ever eat. Oh, yeah. no, she's good. Um, all right. So that's the dog updates. Last week on the podcast, I had said, like, you guys put candles on your Christmas tree. You're crazy. That must be an old thing. And I've had a number, not a large number, but a number of Europeans email me or direct message me that say, yeah, we put candles on our Christmas trees. Yeah. Real candles. Some of them sent pictures. And my response to everyone is, you people terrify me. And uh, you shouldn't do that. Life is full of risks. <laughs> and some are like, yeah, we do have the bucket of water next to the tree. Too, so, it can go uh, up real fast. I mean, like, good job, I guess. I understand why it's pretty, but it's friggin' terrifying. And you shouldn't have open flames on a dead tree. The end. It's an interesting engineering challenge oh to God. put the candles only where there aren't branches above. <laughs> there are spots. All right. So anyway... Uh, Whatever. I don't know if that means I have to take something back or whatnot, but uh, it's not just that you're old. Though there were people who were like, yeah, my grandparents did that. How old is GR Dad? <laughs> they, they didn't say that last part, but they were like, yeah, my grandparents do that, but we use God, it. It was like lights. the week of roasting. Bingo, <laughs> man. Uh, but 
to roast you this week. Yes, I know. This is the I knew the roasting was coming. All right. It's Christmas time. We got to talk about the Christkind. Oh, this isn't even the roasting I was expecting. I'm still waiting on the other roasting. <laughs> okay, All go right. ahead. Go ahead. Uh, now, I understand that none of the Christmas stories are based in science. Santa has to go real fast to get to everybody's house. Fine. You're just used to that one. That <laughs> lie. Okay. I mean, I get that it's like there's a big man and he's got flying reindeer. Flying reindeer. I know. I know that there's like some magic to those flying reindeer. Mm-hmm. All right. It's different than like a psycho baby. He's not a psycho. He's the holy child. So it's straight up Jesus. So this is the Christkind. Yeah. Say it like a German. Christkind. He's okay. Christkinder. Yeah. So it's it's freaking baby Jesus mm-hmm. pulls a sleigh mm-hmm. over, like over his shoulder. Yeah. And then the baby brings you presents. Yeah. He puts the presents under the tree. I don't understand this at all. <laughs> like a little baby. Well, a magic little baby, a holy baby. I mean, baby. it's God, though. It's well, baby God. I don't think it gets totally doctrinal religious. I don't think it's the Trinity pulling I mean, that's the sled. A, this, I think, is part of the problem for me, that, like, Santa is not... If it's in Germany, he's much more holy already. He's already Saint Nick, and he's... He can and, be a saint, but he's, like, a guy who's doing stuff, and there's, like, a... a historical foundation of the guy who got sainted for like giving presents to people and like putting stuff in stockings and whatever. There's a historical foundation for Jesus too. Yeah, but I mean the baby Jesus was not like somehow animated and moved flying around. It would have been if he'd been in the Germany in the Christmas time. (laughs) I mean this is the thing. Like I can go, all right, this like saint dude wants to give people (laughs) presents and he had some magic flying reindeer that drive him around real fast. Like, yeah, that's very commercial. Very I mean, American. I can be yeah. cool with that. Uh, it's weird to not just be like, if you were like, okay, there's like a baby, like a Cupid. There's like a yes, baby. Yes, a little baby, yeah. Magic like a baby. baby angel, and he's delivering presents. I'd yes, be like, baby angel, exactly. Oh, well, that would be different. But that's not it. It's Jesus. Yeah, but you don't have any concept of... No, wait, no. This is, like, it feels weirdly blasphemous to me that, like, straight up Jesus, baby Jesus. Yeah. Why wouldn't he give you gifts? He loves us. Because, like, he's got more important stuff to do. Like what? Hang out up there now? He's done with all the, you know, gospel stuff. I mean, there's a lot of people who believe in an interventionalist God. Well, there you go. Intervention by giving gifts. <laughs> okay. Spreading joy. I mean, it feels weird to be like actual God <sighs> is coming back as a baby. Like, I feel like there's religious text about this, like Christ, ret- the second coming. Like, does Christmas, if he comes back as a baby version again, not count as like a repeat coming? Does not. No. Why not? Because he's got the sleigh. <laughs> Because he's a baby. He's not like doctrinal 
Jesus of the Trinity. He's no, just I a mean, Christian. You just, you just keep what you're trying to be is like, just go with it, Jen. It's fine. Oh, what are you doing with Santa? You're not like, all I'm like, saying, oh like, my God, I it's can impossible. It doesn't, a, it doesn't fit with my science. It's not a matter. This is not a matter of science. Like this is a matter of like, if Substitute doctrinal doctrine instead of science. You're just trying to put it, mash it I'm into saying, something. I understand a dude with magic reindeer. I don't, I don't understand don't magic. Underst- there are no rules. <laughs> I. It's not a matter of the rules. It's not a matter of the rules being broken. Yeah, it kind of is. Or though, it not it? working. It's a matter of like, if this is supposed to be religious. It's not. It's just Christmas. I mean, it's also religious, yes. I mean, I got some Fox News people for you to talk to. If you think the baby Jesus delivering presents on Christmas is not religious. He was just born, and then he's like out giving presents to everyone, which is nice. Okay, but see, like like he's doing it after, like he was born, and then he died and rose again in fulfillment of the scriptures. Wait, he's not doing it after Easter. He's doing it before Easter. Uh, What I'm saying is he died a long time ago. And so if he brings you presents this year... Every Christmas is a new thing. I'm saying that like the Bible talks about the return of Jesus. And if he's bringing you presents every year, he's returning. And so there's like some fundamental religious conflict. Would it help? Your brain view, if I said it was in the Apocrypha? No. Okay, go no. read that then. Go read that then. It's Wait, the book of Chris no. Kind. It's in, it's in there, and it's a, and it's a codicil to the, to the no. accepted Mm-mm. King James Bible. Absolutely not. This is also, not accepted not by Roman reading. Catholics. Also not true. Uh, mm. <laughs> there's, I mean, there's something more problematic about this, and it's not anyway, only half of, problematic. Half, half, about half of Germany has Christkind, or the other half thinks of it as Saint Nick. And I mean, like this is for real. Like it's baby Jesus. It's not well, not like little you know. chubby angel. Well, baby. I don't think it's you know you don't really explain that to the kids one way or the other. So right. I think it's I just, I've just I want to go on the record the as this is troubling. If someone has, if there's like some German Catholics listening who have like some writings from the Vatican on this that they could refer me to, uh, apocrypha. I'd appreciate it. All right. I just I just want you all to know that GR Dad thinks that little baby Jesus comes back every year and flies around with a sleigh hitched to his back. He's not Santa Claus. He's, he's not the flying. reindeer. He's, he's dragging it through the woods. It's Even snowy. better. Snowy, okay. snowy woods. So it's like... It's a sled. Do you remember Ally McBeal yeah. had that like... Dancing baby. 3D animated dancing baby. That's uh-huh. what I'm picturing. Hauling a sleigh around. With a halo. Maybe you can put a halo around. That's good. <laughs> Okay, so he's got a halo and a diaper yep, and a yep, sleigh, yep, yep, and yep. he's trudging. He's now, trudging. It's cold. He's not. He's a baby, right? So he couldn't yep. actually walk, but it's Jesus, so I guess he can. Alan McBeal baby danced. I know, and I mean that was creepy, well, creepy yeah, ass. Yeah. I, I realize this is. I mean, I was a little young for this too. Alan McBeal baby. Uh, that was like the first GIF. It was old. Yeah. Uh, for it's too old for most of our audience, I think. But go Google yourself the Ally McBeal baby and be appropriately creeped out. It's creepy. Uh, it was a meme before there were a lot of memes. It was a gift before there were gifts. Anyway. Anyway, only half of Germany believes that, and the other half believes it's Santa Claus. And I think even in the Christkindl areas, they have you know Santa Claus climbing up 
house walls decorations and stuff so it's but also like baby spider jesus crawling up house walls with his no spider. you know they don't have that because <laughs> that's blasphemy who would say? <laughs> but the tradition in our family was we would always go out into the woods that used to be snowy we because being of, everyone except your mom except my mom she had to stay home and like make dinner and so Such we bullshit. all went out and to find the Christkindl. And then when we came back, my mom was like, oh, it was the weirdest thing. I heard something under the Christmas tree and then all the presents were there. And we we're like, well, we didn't find the baby Jesus. It must have been the baby Jesus who put the Christmas. Anyway, we just missed him in the woods. I mean, I'm like, I'm fine with the woods part of this. I'm a little upset with the like exclusion of mom. No, she... Oh. She wasn't excluded. She had to give the presents. She had to put the presents under the tree. I realize now. And we drank a lot. Once the older I got, the more it was just visiting neighbors and doing shots. Anyway, <laughs> I got so much to say, and you can none suspend of, a lot more disbelief with oh a bunch God. of Jägermeister. Yeah. You also wanted to talk about Stollen. Your dad's like, write down Stollen. We yeah, should talk Stolen. about that. That was that was a big thing. My mom used to send me Stollen. Tell, like tell in everybody college. what it is. Well, here it's called fruitcake, which is a little disrespectful, but it's basically the really dense uh, bread-shaped cake loaf yeah. with like, yeah, berries and fruits and nuts and stuff baked into it. Mm -hmm. And it never goes bad. You can My eat family for, is, has a fruitcake. You can eat it for 10 years. It's uh, good. It has never been opened. Well, it is re-gifted every year. No, it, I mean, you should eat it. But my mom would send me, and this is before Amazon, right? This is she'd send me one every year in college, and I'd have this stolen, and I had like one slice, and I was like, oh, "What am I gonna do with freaking stolen in college?" So I, you know, probably gnawed on it for three weeks and then threw it away. Interesting. Don't, I mean, don't tell I, my mom. I recommend our family strategy, which is do not open, just put it on a shelf until next Christmas, and then give it. I don't know if it's still And I still would get the next around. one from my mom, and then I'd have two. What's, what does that solve? <laughs> I've just multiplied the problem. You just have problem. a different problem. What I've I'm saying the is problem. that there's just one. We just have one. I had it a couple of years, and then yeah. you pick somebody else to you give had it some, to. You had some, but that's, those are just like internal family traditions. Didn't you have some jeans that you used to re-gift and stuff? The pajama jeans, I mean, those, <laughs> were, those were only like a three-year thing or something. Well, also didn't go bad. No, that's true. The fruitcake had a good 10 year run and it still could be going around like you know it, we're far enough away with might, enough dogs might still be edible it's real dense gross all right well i'm glad you had that happy memory of that disgusting cake. i just getting a stolen in the mail with like you know in with the customs form that said stolen one <laughs> three pounds speaking of other upsetting european things what uh several people commented on the fact that while i was at my race and you were taking some snaps. There's one of you wearing socks and this sandals. This is part of the roasting this week. Holy socks smokes. and sandals. They're and Tevas. A, they're Tevas. That's what he said. Someone someone was like, <laughs> dear mom, were you wearing socks and sandals? I'm like, that was not me. <laughs> I would never. That was GR dad. And I'm like, dear dad, you were wearing socks and sandals. And he goes, they're Tevas. Like... <laughs> I don't know how that possibly makes it. Oh my better. God. You know, it's a lot worse in flip-flops where you have to like jam the flip-flops between your toe and the socks. That's, that's, that's bad. All right. Just cause like it could be worse. Could always be worse. Does not make it okay. Well, it was a long story. And then Jared dad was not in a good mood when I said this to him. So <laughs> Jared dad had been, uh, on the rowing machine 
which he does in socks, yes. which is fine. And then I think, and we have gravel in like under I, the house. It hurts your feet. It's real. You have to wear sandals or shoes to walk around. Like when you take That's the dogs what it was. out. It was in the elevator coming up from there. So I think you had probably been erging and then came up and the dogs had to go out and you just grabbed your Tevas and put them on with your socks. True fact. And so, so that's how it happened. And then I was like, dear dad, why are you wearing socks and sandals? And he goes, they're Tevas. I'm like, that's not okay. And he goes, well, I guess then I just should like use the erg without any socks on anymore. So then it will never be a situation where I have to have the sandals and the socks on at the same time. And I was like, man, don't be like I. I'm not proud of that. It was, it was I'm not proud moment. of this. <laughs> Thanks for roasting me further. Hey. I, I tell your dad often, you know, there's a decent age gap between us. Uh, like a million years. It's nine years. Eight right now. And today's my birthday. And so for hey. the next three weeks, there's hey. only <laughs> eight year gap between us. But it's nine so years. I take it back. There's nothing to celebrate at all. <laughs> and so I frequently tell your dad that like uh, he risks sometimes falling into old man territory as a joke so he'll make jokes is like this is the thing an old man would do but then if you do it too much you risk like that just becoming a thing you do and so i'm always like dear dad you cannot wear your shirt tucked into your pants like that you look like an old man you gotta untuck your shirt and like this has worked Oh, so I'm going to tell the story. All right, so the first... <laughs> oh, I just remember this. Oh, the piling on. The, piling the first on. time we went on vacation oh, together. I did. We were dating. Uh, I think we went to New Orleans, maybe. I don't, I don't even know where... I don't Las know. Vegas. I don't even know where this is going. I think it was Las Vegas. Son of a gun. We've been dating like three months, and I was like, let's go to Vegas for the weekend. I'm not prepared for this. We met at the airport, and Jr. dad... We'll dress up to go on the plane, which is fine. And so he was wearing like khakis and a button down shirt and a navy blue blazer with like brass buttons. <laughs> He's doing a little dance now. Like a captain. I didn't, ha- <laughs> didn't have a captain's hat. Oh, and I was like, oh, what is this? Like, this is not the guy that I know, but this was like your like fancy I'm dressed up going on a plane look. And... You did it a couple more. T- I didn't say anything. You did it a couple more times, and at some. Oh, I think you said something though. No, it's. I mean, eventually, I was like. What the hell is the matter with you? We're gonna have to have a talk, and I was like, "Look, Ingo, um, I think it's great that you want to dress up <laughs> on the plane, but this navy blue blazer with the bla- brass buttons, like this, is not okay. Uh, you look like an old man." And he's like, "What do you mean?" And I was like, "Okay, we're at the airport." let's find everyone here who's wearing a navy blue blazer with brass buttons. And we look around and it's like, you know, some 80 year old dude with a cane and an admiral. <laughs> no, they're, they're even better now. Like it's a bunch of old guys, like kind of plane pilots. No, see, they don't even have navy blazers with brass buttons. It's anymore. pretty close. I and could be an airplane pilot. That'd be fine. That's not what you were. And it's not what you looked at. You look like an old man. And so once he was like, Oh, crap it's me and all these old guys i think we finally got rid of the blue blazer with the brass buttons Mm -hmm. and that's just the thing where like at some point you know when you were 20 like you could have pulled that off and not look like an old man uh but then you risk if you just keep doing it and it's an old man thing then you just are the old man and so with jared dad i'm always like i'm here to stop you 
from being the old man. This is way like, too much information to, for everyone <laughs> telling all my secrets. This is not true, but I will be <sighs> like, uh, uh, look, if you want to wear socks and sandals around in the backyard, like, I, I got don't, no it's judgment. It's not a goal of mine. It just happened to be I'm just saying incidental. It, w- it is never a thing that would happen to me. It is never a thing that would happen to me because if I were like, I got to put these sandals on, I'd be like, I will take the 0.5 yeah, seconds to remove taken, the socks. I should have taken my socks off. I mean, if you, I don't care if you That's wear That's an idea. I should have taken the socks off. I'm just saying it's a slippery, there's a slippery slope of socks and sandals. The sock and sandal slippery slope where. I'm wearing black socks next time. Uh, sandals. Next time. Just wearing my Birkenstocks with black socks. He says that. He's done this before. I've just seen you in Birkenstocks. You. Just to spite you. We, uh, when we cleaned out Jared Dad's house to sell it, we finally threw out his Birkenstocks. Yeah, they had a good run. Yeah. Like 10 years. But you years. were those always, only with socks. I never saw you in the Birkenstocks without socks on. They were just like my go to the garage yeah. pants shoes. No, that's true. You you never left the house in them. And I'm fine with that. If you want to like dork around in the house like that it's dorking fine. around in the house exactly it's fine uh, admittedly dorking around i just want everybody to know that like if gr dad dorks around in the house on occasion you feel like, like it reflects badly on you that i had the socks on in the freaking tivas not not true i was a little upset that someone thought it was me yeah uh yeah because like guys i know better than that <laughs> uh but i'm fine with you doing it around I the house but i will ne- i will never let gr dad leave the house like that because uh <laughs> There's, it reflects badly on you. No, because you you are like a cool, uh, like cool. thoughtful, Ugh. like dude who does like epic stuff and has like a great life. I and feel you are patronized right now. Fun and playful oh and funny. God. You are all these good things. And but <laughs> no, and you have bullshit and all those things are so good. But it's not reflective of your personality for you to dress like an old man. It totally is, unfortunately. It is not. I'm fighting it all the time. That's see, so you say it, but it's not true. Like uh, you are all these great things. Get these kids off my lawn. Not true. Mm. You like and then sometimes you slip into like old man joke. Yeah. And I just have to be like, no, like you're all these cool things. Old man joke is not doing it like it's not funny. And nobody gets it and it hides like all of your best qualities. Mm. Like you have tons of amazing qualities, which is why I like to hang out with you. And they get hidden if you're like the dude in the socks and sandals walking down the street. People don't see all the good parts then. They just see like, oh, look at that old man. And I'm not going to let that happen. It doesn't ever have to happen. Mm. So I'm here to save you. (laughs) It's more work to be saved. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> not if you just do exactly what i say i'm gonna take the socks off those do put them back on downstairs oh you'll thank me later so complicated it's 100 percent uncomplicated complicated. <laughs> why can't i pull my pants up further pull them up pull them up thankfully them up, that is not up. a not a problem that we've had um okay so roasting, our, roasting week. Our German word of the week was Christkind. Mm-hmm. You don't have to come up with another one. Christkind. Um, taste of the keys. I got to say, it's sad because we were going to have a great story and we ended up going to Home Depot instead, which is 
yesterday, Sunday, we missed oh, yeah. the Animal Farm open house. So like twice a year, the Monroe County Jail, which is where everybody gets taken in most of our normal conch life key stories, they were taken to jail. That's the Monroe County Jail on Stock Island. And they have an exotic animal farm there where basically uh, exotic pets that people have that either get seized or that, you know, they, whatever, people don't take care of them or they get abandoned uh, instead of just like euthanizing that emu. They take it to the animal farm, which is a prisoner-run farm. Yeah, that can backfire as the iguana thing showed. Yeah, that's right. We talked about this like a few weeks ago in the Kong life where the guy threw the pet iguana to the alligator. It's not good. He was feeding the alligator. It's Bobo. Is that the name of the iguana? No, it was like Jacko or something. Anyway, uh, they've got other animals besides those two in the animal farm at the Stock Island Jail. And so Sunday from one to three was the open house where you God, can go visit the animals. Got all about that. And we were totally going to go. And then we ended up, I mean, we were up all night with Jasmine and then we had to take Jasmine to the vet in the morning. And then, uh, we were like, all right, well, let's like go spend a bunch of money at home Depot so we can build a sidewalk. And as on our way there, I was like, Oh, it's time that we could go see the animals. We're heading the other direction. We're going the other way. So we missed it. Um, but that was like big excitement. Yeah, the, the, the only good story was the undersized stone crab claws. Yes, we, we looked up the regulations. If you want to, this is interesting. So it's stone crab claw season. The winter is stone crab claw season. Down it's not here. necessarily stone crab season. It's stone crab claw season, although you could do you both. You can do both. Uh, you're allowed one gallon of stone crab claws if you are fishing for stone crabs. Or like five cr stone crabs. It's a, yeah, I it's don't a weird either or, and it seemed bizarre to read that. Yes, yeah, so you can get a gallon of stone crab claws. I guess you get your gallon bucket and you fill it up with claws. And uh, the claws have to measure two and a half inches on like the short part that isn't hinged. And uh, that's like the minimum size. And so there was a dude who came down here and he had two undersized like stone crab claws. One or two claws. Yeah. Uh, but I was looking it up because we read that story and I was looking it up at dinner today. I'm like, I wonder what the size is for stone crab claws. And so it turns out that the way that you fish for stone crab claws is that you catch the stone crab and then you grab the claw. You should measure it first to make sure it's make of sure legal it's size. And then when you find one, you're like, oh, damn, this guy's got a giant claw. You grab on to the crab with one hand and the claw with the other, and you kind of give it a little tug. And like a lizard losing its tail, the crab like disjoints that claw and you pull it off. And it's fine. Then you get to keep the claw. And he gets to keep his life. And he stays alive. and Or she. They both, uh, male and female, have the claws. And then they regenerate it in a year. Which so, is amazing. Just in time for next freaking season, it, poor crab. I know. It seems a little harsh to me as a vegetarian that you're just ripping a limb off, but I guess it's better than killing it. Uh, I still am not going to eat any of them. No, it's fine. But but it's a bizarre little thing. You can have I had like, no idea. You can catch no crabs and have a ton of crab claws. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Get that crab, yank that claw off, put it in your bucket, put the crab back in. So I guess it's more sustainable. Crab does all that work and grows all that nice claw. And then you just like hurts. steal it from the crab. Ugh, yeah. So anyway, 
there's like some interesting feedback. So yeah, like some 73 year old dude from the mainland was down here and he had some undersized crab claws and he like, did not have to go to jail for that. He just no, he's got, got a notice. Yep, he's yep, got to yep. come to court. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. Um, happy birthday to me. I'm going to go wander into wade into the ocean now after all that disgust, uh, roasting. Uh, please. I was roasting your people with your baby Jesus. With my feet and my socks. I mean, just next time, dear dad, don't wear socks and sandals and we won't be in this position. (laughs) (laughs) I don't like that lesson. And until next week, don't bite anyone unless they ask you to. Oh, yeah. Even then, don't bite so hard that you bite their finger off. Indeed. Bye. Bye. Bye.